Greetings, and welcome to the Saved by Nostalgia podcast. I love the power glove. It's so bad. No! I feel the need. The need for speed. Sweep the leg. You have a problem with that. Dead or alive, you are coming with me. Look I what you did, you little jerk. Look. I'm coming to get you. Get busy living. Don't get busy dying. You are next. And the thing is, after all these years, I still look back with wonder. Welcome into the Save by Nostalgia podcast. I'm Noah Groninger alongside Clint Schweitzer. And they say the cream always rises to the top. But in this episode of Saved by the Bell, the cream will turn your face maroon. That's right, today we are dissecting the episode Cream for a Day, where no zit is safe with Screech's new accidental creation, Zidoff, a.k.a. Belvisil, Clint. Well, this episode originally aired on October 7th, 1989, on Saturday mornings on NBC, of course. Um, it is the episode 8, if you're following along on your DVDs, Cream for a Day. Noah, this is the one that, uh, what, what is the famous quote from Jesse later on? She says that later on in this episode, Kelly's got so much school spirit, she's wearing it all over her face. Cream for a day. Anyone, Noah, can relate to those acne breakouts as a teen. It happens at the most inopportune time here for Kelly because, Noah, the homecoming assembly is coming up, and she is up against, let me just spell this out for you, she is up against Muffin Sangria and Susie Van Fike trying to take <laughs> home the crown. Two worthy opponents, uh, Muffin Sangria and Susie Van Fyke, uh, walk into the max uh, later in the episode in uh, short skirts. And uh, although Zach and Slater have been pining and fighting with each other for Kelly's hand to be in a relationship with her, just to go on a date with Kelly, they cannot keep their eyes off of Muffin Sangria's Susie Van Fyke, just throwing it in Kelly's <laughs> face that uh, she may not have a chance in this homecoming race because those girls, they just cannot keep their eyes off them. Their, their eyes are going to pop out of their head, and they love them some Muffin Sangria and Susie Van Fyke. As do I, and I think we hear the name Muffin Sangria later on. I don't think we ever yeah. see her again. Yeah, I think she maybe does uh, in, the, in the Miss Bayside episode. We see Muffin again, and God bless her for that. Um, also, the big game is coming up, a big football game, that is, and it's against Valley, the first time we ever hear uh, about Valley High School. And I think previously there had been a cross-country meet against Madison or something yeah. like that. This is Valley. They haven't beaten Valley in 22 years. And Kelly 23, wants to be the says Lisa. Zach's uh, counting was wrong. So. Well, should Kelly not be just a shoe-in for this? I realize she's a freshman. She's probably 14. I know in the hierarchy of high school, she probably wouldn't be exactly eligible to win homecoming queen as, as a freshman. But these kids are freshmen, and Kelly's the hottest girl in school. She's the winner, and I, that, that's all there is to it. Shouldn't she be a shoe-in? Well, I don't know. She's a little nervous, and she says, what if uh, the people find out that I wear a retainer? And then the nerds come, and will you join our retainer club? And then she uh, gets frightened off. She runs away. And uh, maybe the nerds spread a rumor that we didn't hear in the episode that she 
wears a retainer at night, and maybe that pulled some votes towards Muffin and Susie that we didn't hear about. So could have been well, a closer race than uh, it should have been. It was interesting seeing the nerds, and I do have that in my notes as well. I did like the retainer club line, but it was <laughs> the, it was extras that we've never seen before, probably not again. It was definitely no identifiable nerds that we've come to know and love. It was definitely not a Herbert Hodas or an Ollie Creakley <laughs> in there, just some random guys. Um, and so Screech has a zit. He's the first one to actually uh, have a little bit of an outbreak. And Dustin Diamond actually clearly going through puberty in this episode. His voice is starting to to change, and he's got a zit to go along with this. And his name is Murray. So uh, <laughs> Screech says, wants to say hello to Murray. Uh, he's sail- Screech is beginning to sail on his voyage towards manhood. And uh, this is what he tells Lisa anyway. So I don't know if that helped him out any. Didn't yeah, look like and then we it. see. I think we see, is that Screech's dad again that we see is now... Uh, the chemistry teacher, and he comes with another line. Uh, last time he says, this is study hall, not soul train. Uh, this time he comes in and says, this is chemistry class, not love connection. Finish your experiments or all have an experiment with your grades. I love Mr. Diamond. I think he should have been in more episodes. And we're going to be talking about Tiffany Amber Thiessen because this, you know, as we get uh, to these episodes where they're kind of catered around a certain character, we're going to be bringing in executive producer Peter Engel to talk more about their casting, about the decisions to to bring them onto the show, how it happened. Uh, and we're going to talk to Peter Engel about that in this very episode. So every now and again, we get a drop in with Peter Engel. It's happening again right here. He's been so kind to come on and help us uh, do this podcast as we are doing every episode of Saved by the Bell, all 86 of them, and on into the horizon. So we're going to be talking about that. Uh, Kelly Kapowski, obviously, uh, Tiffany Thiessen, an amazing, amazingly beautiful um, young lady here, and she's just uh, knocking it out as Kelly Kapowski. Interestingly enough, and we'll talk to Peter Engel about this, um, Elizabeth Berkeley also auditioned for the role of Kelly Kapowski. And uh, it's like they almost, they had another actress in mind for Jesse and they, they didn't know what to really do with Elizabeth Berkeley. So they just said, ah, forget it, make her Jesse and um, keep both of them. So that's kind of how that happened. We'll talk to Peter more about that in this one. But um, obviously uh, with Screech's zit problem, he accidentally creates a, a uh, cream. He does like a science experiment and uh, he finds that this can clear up acne so, of course, Zach is going to try to bottle it and sell it in <laughs> typical Zach Morris fashion. Absolutely. At first, they have to test it to make sure it works. Screech says he uh, got rid of his uh, zit Murray in two hours. He's distraught. He, he did not want to lose Murray yet. He, he hadn't kind of coped with that or thought about the idea of losing Murray, and now he's gone. And uh, they have to test it. So they go to Craterface Coburn, chuckle for me, Charlie. <laughs> That was pretty so, good. I, yeah. I wondered if they adopted that from like the Revenge of the Nerds laugh a little bit and kind of like they had to have. Yeah, I, I, I thought it was cool. And he's uh, yeah, it's it's good to see Craterface Coburn in there. And um, it's funny because you never actually see him with acne. The only time you see him is with the cream dotted all over his face. So clearly the actor did not have any acne. It's kind of a funny, funny side note there. Yeah, they should have found someone with acne, but I love Craterface Coburn. He worked out great. And uh, Then uh, Kelly realizes she has a pimple on her nose. She doesn't want to go to school. Lisa, Jesse, they try their best. They finally get her to. But before that, there's a dream sequence. You took the last one. I guess I will go down the plank uh, off the Thank side goodness. of the ship into the sharks and take this dream <laughs> sequence of Kelly being a homecoming finalist with a red nose like Rudolph. Uh, they're being wheeled out into the middle of a hallway in this dream <laughs> And uh, Zach says, geez, Slater, is that the same girl we used to fight over? 
Slater turns to Zach, says, well, you got to admit, she can still light up a room. And <laughs> the dream that. sequence is over. Thank God we finally can move on from it. But we had to talk about it. Uh, it was actually a good line. It wasn't the worst dream sequence we've ever seen. Uh, so uh, it's not that bad to go over it. But Zach, it turns to Zach selling in the main hallway. $15 for your tube of zit off. He uses Crater Face Coburn's uh, clear skin to sell the product. Of course, Mr. Belding comes down, interrupts Zach. And he takes him into his office, says, you can't sell this on school property. Zach tries to sell him on it by saying he will change the name to Belvisil. <laughs> Mr. Belding almost did it. I, he, he almost turned him, but not quite. Uh, and then Belding winds up using the product on himself. It's just funny to watch because it's like clearly just, just some generic cream. and it's But it's yeah. really thick and white. Something that would probably never really be in a, a cream like this. And, like, and they're just... <laughs> putting it all over their face instead of just dotting it barely. Like Mr. Belding's like just putting it everywhere. I'm just imagining someone walking in and, and uh, with a question for the principal and he's got this just white cream all over his face, kind of a, <laughs> a funny thought, but I like where this is going. And I like this episode just really, I don't know. It, it's uh, something that I remembered vividly as, as a, as a kid watching the show and I liked it now. And um, so now though, we find out that, um, the, 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 the cream turns your face red. Screech comes in with a maroon face and says, don't worry, it's only it only occurs where you put the cream, in it, but darn it, everyone's putting it all over their face and uh, Zach knows <laughs> the jig is up. Kelly's going to find out because Kelly's face is going to be maroon just in time for the homecoming assembly. I know. Zach goes over to Kelly. He's got to tell her what's happened. He's got to warn her. And she says, Zach, you're a, you're a, you're something really, really bad. <laughs> that Zach finally he just kind of lays into Kelly which kind of shocked me and says so what if you're slightly less than perfect for a day or two it seems like all you care about now is your looks she's I can't believe you said that to me I want you out of my room out of my life now that's a line that I remember from my childhood I don't know why that line out of like all the shows that's kind of stuck with me the most like that's just one what? that has stuck with me and that I just kind of say in my head randomly you just throughout life it's just comes into my brain it's like oh yeah that's from say but i don't know why that's stuck in my mind it really doesn't seem like a very zach morris type scene it kind of stands out to me because he lays into kelly like you said and it's like i mean come on for the the first you know whatever seven episodes it's like zach would do anything to gain kelly's affection and now he's actually kind of wronged her and making her you know use this cream and he and he just kind of has this really aggressive moment that's kind of misplaced where he lays into her character saying that she's only cares about her looks. The girl's just trying to win homecoming. Doesn't want a maroon <laughs> face. I don't think anybody, I mean, it's probably creates some allergic reaction. I mean, why else would it be turning maroon? Um, kind of on Kelly's side here. And she throws Zach out and I don't really know where they were going with that to have <laughs> Zach lay into her. It's kind of a strange. It is, but uh, Kelly quickly turns around and second runner up is muffin sangria. First runner up, Susie van fight. Kelly is the winner. Uh, despite, the maroon face. She ends up apologizing to Zach, who uh, gets some uh, Bayside war paint and has uh, kind of the rest of the student body paint their faces maroon. Uh, that kind of helps Kelly feel better. So she apologizes to Zach, saying, "You know, you were kind of right. I was kind of kind of tied up in my looks there uh, for a little bit. I just really wanted to win homecoming. My mom was homecoming queen. I wanted to win the crown to make her proud." Uh, and then Zach uh, kind of lets us in on what happened in the big game between uh, Bayside Tigers and. Uh, the Valley Bulldogs. You mean Tigers using won. horrendous stock footage? Yeah, horrendous. Just black and white. And black and white. And, but they won 7-0 by Valley fumbling the opening kickoff. But I, Slater scores the only touchdown. They win 7-0. I, I, I don't want to talk about Slater. 
I want to talk about this shutdown Bayside Tigers defense holding Valley to zero points after losing 23 years in a row. Yeah, you got to wonder if our buddy Troy Froman as Ox, you know, anchored that defensive line or what position that he played to to really lock down Valley because this has been a 22, 22 or 23 year. You, no one really knows the streak. It's like Nebraska over Missouri back in the day. It was like 33 <laughs> years without beating them. And not only that, but we get our first ever go Bayside cheer and unfolds after the the scene you mentioned with the classmates and the uh, everybody with their red faces. I love that scene. It was really cool. And you get your first like and kind of a rap that goes along with it. Check this out. We've got something to say about the Tigers from Bayside going to rule the day. So clap your hands and stop your feet. Hey, we got school spirit. We can't be beat. Great stuff, and I like the way it ended. Uh, you also the see footage. Max in there. He's randomly juggling in the crowd uh, some <laughs> little footballs, and he drops the footballs. What kind of magician is this? Yeah, that's hilarious. Well, I'll tell you what. Before we get to our final review, put the bow on this episode, we've got to bring our buddy Peter Engel back on as we are looking at this episode. It is cream for a day, but we're talking about Tiffany Amber Thiessen, the very lovable, um, just gorgeous young lady that she Vivacious. was. How did this happen? Peter, thanks again for coming on. How did this happen? I know that there was kind of a controversy about who was going to play Kelly. Um, talk about uh, how Tiffany Amber Thiessen was able to make this happen. How did this all transpire, Peter? And then we had seen Tiffany Amber Thiessen when she was 13, and I always felt she had something going for her, and we brought her in to read for, for Kelly. So what happened was we now go to the network, and we have... Uh, we have Mario Reed, and he was right away. The network said yes, and then we had the um, the uh, uh, Afghanistan girl read for Jesse Spano, and um, uh, people were kind of lukewarm. But we both we loved Berkeley and we loved uh, Tiffany, and Brandon said, "Why don't we make uh, Elizabeth Berkeley Jesse, and why don't we make?" Uh, Great stuff from Peter Engel, as always, and you want to hear all of our episodes because Peter joins us, Noah, every now and again just to give us just to give us a little taste on each episode. He comes in uh, from time to time to give us a little taste about the show and the, the casting and some of the things that happen. We're going to be having him on all throughout the entire process of this show. Exactly. That's what you can expect here from the Saved by Nostalgia podcast, whether it's going episode by episode through Saved by the Bell with someone like a Peter Engel. Later, we'll have Troy Froman, Ryan Hollihan on. Uh, who uh, Troy Froman played Ox, Ryan Hallahan played Sylvester Solomon. We'll have them on, but we'll have people on for whatever we do. Uh, we'll try to anyway, uh, whether it's uh, Wonder Years, Revenge of the Nerds, other films, uh, TV shows, toys you want us to talk about. We'll try and find someone that had something to do with that project to bring them on to get their expert opinion, uh, what their experiences was through it. And uh, we can't thank you enough for listening to this. But before we let you go, 
before we kind of wrap up on this episode and close it down, there, there's another mention of Alf in this episode, and that, that strikes me as odd that they would come back to Alf. Screech uh, took fifth place in an Alf lookalike contest, and now they mention Alf as uh, there was a guy in the suit, and that kind of ruins it for Screech. There was? And so I find it weird that, that there's another mention of Alf in here. Someone has an, an infatuation, a love for Alf, and they just try and work it in one of the writers. So that's something we need to look into here. Yeah, that was that's interesting that Alf keeps coming up. Obviously, you know, they fixated on a popular ch uh, children's show of, of the time and kind of linked Screech to it because he's kind of a kind of an extraterrestrial character himself. In fact, he turns into an extraterrestrial. That's coming up at Close Encounters of the Nerd Kind. I can't wait to review that episode. But putting a bow on it, what did you think of the episode? Um, I'm going to say definitely thumbs up to this one. I really enjoyed this one. This is one of my favorite episodes of uh, season one, to be honest. Love the Craterface Coburn. Love the Zidoff. Love the Beldasil. I just have a real affinity for this, and this is the first time we hear about Bayside versus Valley. You've got the football game, even though the footage is black and white, grainy and horrendous at the end. Still, it kind of did something new, and it made us you know, feel more attached to Bayside because they have a football team, Slater's on it, and it's just typical high school stuff. You want to be a part of it. You want to be a part of this gang. Thumbs up for me. Yeah, I absolutely love this episode. This is a big one for me. Uh, you get Craterface Coburn. He's a nice addition. Um, just some more Mr. Belding just fitting in just kind of perfectly, like not too much, not too little. When he's on screen, he's got some good lines and he just works with the kids. It just works it, how it wasn't working. And we, maybe we'll go over this uh, sometime. Uh, good morning, Miss Bliss, how it wasn't really working with there. He didn't have a ton of interaction with all the kids. It's working here in Saved by the Bell with Mr. Belding. Dennis Haskins uh, does a great job of portraying Mr. Belding, a principal. And I love this episode. I mean, you can see that they're kind of finding their stride. Uh, they're bringing in football. They want to bring more of the high school experience into the show. Uh, Zach and Slater are kind of getting along a little bit better. They have some playful banner at the beginning. Uh, Slater does an annoying uh, Valley voice at the beginning. Jesse does a good one. And then Slater tries to uh, play off that. And it's... Uh, it's not great and not pleasurable to the eardrum, <laughs> but uh, then they have some playful banner where uh, Slater, Zach puts a hat on Slater with a little uh, tiger tail on the back. And uh, Slater's, uh, Zach says, we need to cover up the ugly part. And so he moves it to the front of his face. Slater does the same thing back to Zach and Zach kind of walks off. Uh, looks like he's kind of enjoying it. It's playful banter. He's not upset by it. So it looks like they're kind of getting along and the, the writers are kind of finding a stride in what they want to do and kind of, making these guys friends and closer. As you said uh, in the last podcast, uh, they also are becoming friends offset in real life. So uh, maybe that's playing into this as well. Well, we are out of here with that. And I tell you, it is just, if you enjoy what we're doing, say by nostalgia.weebly.com is our website. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast. Guys, we're on Apple Podcasts. We are on Spotify. And we are on Google Play Music. If you have a smartphone, you have this show, share it with your friends. Let people know that there are some wackos out there that are reviewing every single episode of Saved by the Bell. It, you know, Let people know that. I feel like BuzzFeed would want in on this. A lot of national publications are going to want to know that we're doing this. Um, okay, maybe not. Maybe they don't care at all. But you know what? We're going to see it through to the end right here on the Save by Nostalgia podcast. And we have so much more coming up. Great to have Peter Engel joining us on this episode. And he'll be back again soon. we got some more episodes coming up soon. So stay with us here on the Save by Nostalgia podcast. 